time. I know I'm gonna get with certain players play, but like we don't have a wrong system. He likes to talk about verticality, but I, I didn't know that meant, you know, just talking long balls up the field. What's up everybody? Back at you, we call soccer. That's Michael. I'm Walker. How you doing today? Good, how are you? How are you? I'm I, I'm good. I'm good. Like I almost had a perfect weekend of sports. You know, the U.S. men's national team had to had to let us all down. But um, yeah. as is Greg's way, you know, mm-hmm. verticality, verticality. It's all about it's, verticality it's going that way. Yeah, vertically down. Um, yeah. So you know that about sums up the U.S. men's national team. But we're gonna get into both games because since. Uh, we last talked to the WCIS fam. There has been two games, not just one, but two. I still hate the international break just as much. It's ridiculous. I wake up Saturday morning and I'm I'm fiending. I'm fiending for some soccer, like a crackhead in the corner of Baltimore. And I, it's not there for more. It's not there for me. I don't know what to do. It, I hate it. But anyway, we played Jamaica first, beat them down 2-0. The Pepe train gained more steam, believe it or not. Um, it was a okay game, you know. We we played some good things in terms of build up. Um, the refs, I guess, definitely played a big part because they should have been at nine men, you know. Yeah. So, but that being said, eleven on eleven, we did play some good things. It took a bit long to break them down, but when we did, Pepe put the biscuit in the basket, like we know he can do so well, according to Clint Dempsey. I love that, but. But that was a good game. Solid lineup. Um, Musa did some great things. He did what he was supposed to do. Tony and Brendan did some great things as well. And then Pepe did what he needed to do. Um, your thoughts on the Jamaica game? Yeah, it was definitely uh, the best game of the window so far. Hopefully. Hopefully so far. Uh, and um, like you said, Musa, I really think stole the show in the second half. In the first half. Like, there was so much left to be desired from the team. They were playing well, but just it just wasn't there. Something wasn't clicking. Something wasn't happening. And then once Musa took the ball in the second half and started driving at people, just using his speed, using his agility, using his power, and just, you know, forcing defenders to step up on him with uh, energetic Paul Areola making runs in behind. Whether they're the same run as someone else or a different one, didn't matter, but he was still attracting one. And then Musa, all he had to do was make simple passes to – either someone in the middle or someone out wide like death for the uh, first goal. So I think he was a huge part of this. Uh, Like you said, the fullbacks played great. Anthony and death, uh, slow first half, but when they came forward, they really showed what their best part of their game is. And I think we need to utilize that a lot more when they're on the field, because we're a better team when they're attacking and when they have that freedom and, you know, kind of uh, pass to go forward. So I liked a lot what I saw there. And uh, when Waya came on, Aronson was playing great all game. And Waya came on, it kind of showed that different dynamic from Ariola, who was a hard worker. And I thought he had a good 30, 40 minutes and then kind of started to fade. Uh, but when Waya came on, you saw a difference in like quality, a difference in approach. And uh, who knows, if Pepe was still on, he could have got a hat trick. But Greg decided to take him out, save him for the next game. So. Um, but all in all, that was a very, very solid performance by uh, the U.S. Yeah, I um, yeah, Paul, Paul did. Uh, he worked hard. He he had some good stuff. And then I, I will admit, uh, at first watch, I was higher on his performance than I, I guess I should have been. And then you know, I watched the highlights over. He did definitely fade. There were some hit miss hit balls, some missed touches. Where it was definitely you know, like you said, different quality. Uh, McKenny, he wasn't as active as I'd like him to be. You know, I have these qualms with him, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt given how he played versus Mexico in the final. Um, but he played some good passes nonetheless. Musa also made some good runs in addition to driving at people with the ball. Uh, Walker Zimmerman, calm, collected. Tyler Adams did Tyler Adams things, you know, mm-hmm. and we saw with the next game in Panama how important he really is. Um, so important, so very important, so very important. But 
yeah, that 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 about sums up the Jamaica game. Solid performance yeah. all around. Um, man of the match, Ricardo Pepe for me. You? Yeah, has to be Pepe. Has to be. Has to be Pepe. And I hate to do it, but you know, really, I want to talk more about the debacle that was the Panama game than the. I I mean Jamaica, you know, it had its own headlines, but we beat them like we should at home. So yeah, nothing much to talk about. Panama though. We went there. It was a rocking crowd. Got to give the Panamanians credit. It was uh, it was a great environment. Um, had great tifos, great ultras. It, it was fantastic, fantastic. It was loud. The camera shook multiple times. But um, lots of changes in this eleven compared to the Jamaica eleven. Um, I believe seven is the exact number. The yep. uh, the starting lineup read Tim Weah. Jazzy Zardes, Paul Ariola, Sebi Legette, Kalen Acosta, Eunice Musa, Georgie Bello, Walker Zimmerman, I like his name, uh, Mark McKenzie, Sh- Shaq Moore, <laughs> and Matt Turner. So lots of changes. Um, the one that stood out to me, at least, was the Ricardo Pepe change. W- what about you? What, what stood about, if if any? What's one in um, particular? I. Uh... I don't want to say one in particular because I think the Pepe one's huge, but I'm like seven. That's crazy. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I guess you want to rotate and all that, but you're not Manchester City. You don't have an A team as a B team. You four changes, five changes at a max, but seven is just what really broke my head. So, but if I had to pick one, I'd say Bello. I'd say Bello really was a shock to me. Yeah, Bello. Um, I, and I, I only asked that just because, like, I want to get your perspective going into the game. Obviously, as we saw, like, there were a number of issues that were present with rotating that many people. And you know, like you said, we're not Man City. Uh, our starting eleven. You know, maybe some think there's not a big difference between one, two, and three. There's a huge difference in some positions, um, especially some people when, are wrong. If they, they, yeah, sorry, yeah, some people, are yeah, wrong. no, 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 they are wrong. You know, MLS people. I, 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 you know, I, I'd love for the MLS to be, you know, very competitive league, but it's these MLS players are of a different quality, a different speed of touch and passing, and everything that happens. But that being said. Um, as the game went on, though, it was clear that, you know, like you said, George Bellow, Shaq Moore, too, the fullbacks could not progress the ball and weren't as dangerous running in behind as Tony or uh, or Serginho were. And more than that, you know, Kalanikos has been a guy that, you know, I've showed a lot of love to, but he was terrible. He was absolutely terrible with the ball at his feet. He could not do anything. And later in the game, they brought Tyler Adams on and, that would have helped if it wasn't for taking Eunice Musa off. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that happened. Kakosa should have been off. I'm sorry. He he just should have been off. It wasn't his day. Adam should have been on. He he, you know, at least tried to make things happen. But when it was Acosta and Legette, two, you know, MLS players who don't really add anything going forward, I don't think. It might be harsh, but I don't think so. Um it, 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 we just were forced into playing long balls. And it's one thing to like play direct when that's what you want to do and, and you're really good at it. But we clearly weren't hitting those. And we saw versus Jamaica, we have the ability to, you know, play in between the lines, play quick passes, and have skillful players on the ball. It's just, you know, some of them didn't get involved in the game till you know halfway through in Tyler Adams' case, and some didn't get involved at all with Dest. Do you know what happened? Well, why why didn't Dest play at all? I, I thought that was he, he got hurt at the end of the um, Jamaican okay. game. Fair enough. So I don't know. So that 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 that's kind of yeah. a problem that doesn't have an immediate result. I mean, Joe Scally left at home. That yeah. sucks. But Yedlin left on the bench. Yeah, Yedlin definitely did better. He, I didn't think he did great either, though. Like he, he's yeah. definitely better, more dangerous than Shaq Moore with the ball, and you know, but he gets caught out. He does some stupid things. Yeah. I, I really would have liked to see Scally, but 
Uh, uh, yeah, the fullbacks maybe were a problem that couldn't be solved, but the midfield, man, so bad. Uh, yeah, that was that was crazy because I get if you want, like McKinney didn't travel because of his quad, I think. Um, so I get that, but is Busio gonna you know touch the fields during this uh during this window? Who knows? I feel like he would have been a better start over someone like Leggett. Um and because yeah, I don't think he played well at all either. I think the whole midfield played pretty bad. But just the that's your engine room, right? And the changes he made to that just kind of ruined the game. Um, they couldn't control it. They didn't know what to do on Panama's counterattacking. They weren't closing down Panamanian shooters outside the box. They were giving them space like they were playing against children. So I I don't know. And then like you pointed to him taking off Musa for Adams, it's it's like a one step forward, two steps back thing. Yeah, Adams came on and he slid over to what Acosta was supposed to be doing all game. Like you said, didn't have the best game. And he did it. But now where Musa would have been and where he excels, a lot, like getting forward and driving and picking out passes, being progressive, Acosta had to go there. And like you said, he wasn't playing well. And so it just was never going to translate. And then Busio was left on the bench. Starting someone like Zardes, who is a known quality as well. Well, we'll get to the attack. But uh, yeah, it's just, it all starts the midfield. And Greg got it horribly wrong in his 11 and with his substitutes, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, and, and part of the midfield is, is the fullbacks, you know, modern day, cause you know, they tuck in or overlap, whichever in our case, strictly overlapping with Shaq Moore and uh, Georgie Bello. But um, it, it was just ridiculous. None of them could progress the ball. Sebby legit slow on, on the touch and on the turn and on the pass. He just, He's too you, – you know what he, he, he's going to do. He's too, like – I don't know. What, what am I trying to say? Like, he directs – predictable. Yeah, he's predictable. He, like, thinks about what he's going to do, and then he does it, and you can tell what he's going to do. Same with Colin Acosta. Like, they don't just have that quick, like, instinctual touch, turn, and pass like Tyler Adams, Musa does. Even Busio does it, you know? Anybody who watches, you know, Venezia – I don't watch him religiously, but – that I, I try to tune into them a good amount, and he is active as hell with them. He gets on the ball. He makes things happen, or at least tries to make things happen. Musa, we already saw that's what he does. That's what he's all about. You texted me during the game, Luca De La Torre. Um, he plays in the in the Eredivisie. Who does he play for again? I, I'm probably going to butcher the name, but uh, I'll give it a go. Uh, he plays for – oh, no. Her- Hercules. Oh, yeah, that's a, Hercules. Yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah. yeah, that's a great Disney mm-hmm. movie. Great team name. Um, he plays in Europe. I- I'm not too familiar with him. I'm going to try and watch him. You guys should too. Um, but I'm sure he would have been a better option yeah. than Legette or Acosta in this game. You know, I'm willing to give Acosta more chances. Legette, I'm I'm kinda kinda over him to be honest. Same with Christian Rodan. Um, Aronson didn't really do that well. He he was active, at least in the press. I feel like if Wea was left on with Aronson for longer, or maybe you know, to start the game like we all wanted, uh, mm-hmm. that would have been a really active high press because you saw Wea was always trying to close down the keeper or the center back or whoever was trying to play out the back, but you know, Zardi's Zarda's fat ass and who who's out on the left? Uh, no, Paul Ariola. Paul Ariola yeah. just did not have a game, so it didn't work. It did nothing. Nothing really worked, and the changes, like you said, were you know one step forward, two steps back, and on the set plays, like those corners were dangerous before they scored. Each time, oh, yeah. they they look like you know they might go in. Yeah, and that's. I guess part of it's not having like a well Zimmerman's an imposing figure, right? He's pretty big, but so John Brooks, yeah, and McKenzie, but John Brooks, you know, I'll give a very very slight pass, like minuscule, like you can't even see the gap in my fingers. That's how small it is. 
pass on those corners because John Brooks probably would have dealt with them much better. But they, like, for example, the own goal, and I think they gave it as a goal to the Panama guy, which was like kind of ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. The, the own goal. It was he, the first man. He was literally the first man. No one was guarding him. It was Zardis and Marker, or unless they're in some zone stuff that I know far too well with United that it doesn't work. And he just lets him get in front of him and I guess got a glance on it. And next thing you know, it's in the back of the net. And Turner, who's been probably the best player for the U.S. over the last six months, couldn't, couldn't dream of doing anything about it. So that that's not down to coaching, though, I think, ultimately. Because, like, like you said, we have the athletic personnel in there. But, I mean, you could have 11 beasts. If they don't know what they're doing, you're not going to win. So I think that one goes down to Greg and his staff, much like a lot of the things that we're probably going to talk about. I agree. No, no, no. That's another thing that goes on to Greg and the staff. Like it, like you said, you know, Zardes was supposedly the guy marking the first man, and there were a few others around Matt Turner. They were kind of crowded him the whole night, aiming, you know, to get that bend in. Mm-hmm. And it, it was dangerous and we didn't adjust properly. You know, we kind of just allow Matt Turner to command the box, if you will. And uh, when there's a lot of people around him, you know, you gotta, you gotta adjust and that adjustment didn't happen and they got a goal out of it. it, it yeah. That's, that's, that's on Greg as well as the lineup changes. Um, you know, Mar- Mark McKenzie and Walker Zimmerman were, both pretty slow on the ball, you know, as was Conacosta, so that didn't help. Our fullbacks aren't really any good playing the ball on the back, so it, it was really evident that we needed Tyler Adams or, you know, I, I think Gianluca Busio could have done that job too, but it's there needs to be changes for the Costa Rica yeah. game. Um, what, what do you want to see? What do you want to see for a lineup for that game? Um, I want to see... Like, this is kind of a blanket statement, I guess, for it, but I want to see it a maximum, not in outfield players, because Turner, obviously, our number one. At most, there should be one, maybe two MLS guys, at most. Everyone else should be a Europe-based player. None of this Euro snob crap. Like, they're in the MLS, unless your name isn't Ricardo Pepe, for a reason. Tim Weah. Aronson, Adams, Busio, all those guys are playing in top leagues and more because they're good enough. Legette's in MLS at 30 years old because he's not good enough to do that. So why is he good enough now to start over someone like Busio or McKinney or Musa or Adams that can do his position much better than him? And they're just off to the side because, you know, they're in bed with Greg. But I just, yeah, I just want to see a stronger 11. And then when it comes down to what happens on the field, <sighs> creativity, I just assertiveness. The U.S. has to start playing like they're better than the, who they're playing against and stop acting like they're better than who they're playing against. Like Greg, uh, he said it in his press conference. We can't go down there and pretend like we're the better team and pretend like we're this much greater than them because we're going to get our asses kicked. And then what does that hypocrite go and do? He acts like they're better, like we're that much better than them and makes seven substitutes in an away World Cup qualifier to the sixth best team in the region, according to CONCACAF. (laughs) I don't know. I guess being top 10 in the FIFA rankings for probably a day really got to Greg and uh, messed with his head. But uh, he... Uh, I, I, he's probably like I would assume he's lost the locker room with how he manages the squad. I don't know what goes on on the inside, but if I'm Busio and I'm sitting on this bench in humid Panama, looking at those guys run on the field doing what I can do that much better than them, I'm not going to listen to this fucking jackass. Why? Yeah, it's it, yeah, it was definitely like arrogance and like you said, like hypocritical thinking you're just that much better than Panama that you're going to go down there with seven changes and still be able to, you know, control the game, put pressure on them, you know, verticality, get some verticality in the game and, you know, boss them off the pitch. That's not what we got boss off the pitch. Panama out possessed us and we didn't have a single shot on target because 
we didn't have enough creative bodies on on the pitch to make anything happen you know the the back line was slow the midfield was slow um way you know he he didn't have the best game either he, uh-huh. he worked pretty hard but it, what are you gonna do zardes clean finish one of the best i've ever seen from him it was it was fantastic it was a, uh-huh. it was a great finish but i more specifically on the on the lineup thing though you know i, I want to see turner I want to see Richards mm-hmm. and Miles Robinson. You know, he's yeah. an MLS guy that I think gets a pass. He he needs to move to Europe. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be what develops his his ball control and passing skills, which is the next step. But he's a great one-on-one tackler, and that's why he gets a spot for me. Um, I want to see Destin Robinson. I want to see Adams, McKinney, and Musa. Um Wea Aronson and Ricardo Pepe. And if I see anything else than that and we don't win two or three zero, I'm gonna be pissed. Like we need to we don't just need to win this game versus Costa Rica. We need to dominate them because they made the World Cup over us last year. This is at home. We fucked around and lost to Panama. Like cut the bullshit, Greg. Play your best eleven. Stop the rotation. You don't get to rotate when you lose to Panama on the road. You and, and you didn't make the last World Cup. So I, I, I want to see that 11 specifically. And if we don't see that, if, if Paul Areola is on the field and we do not win by two or three goals, I, I don't know. I, he, I'm, I'm already Greg out right now, but it just double, triple down on it. If, if we see Paul Areola and we don't absolutely shit house Costa Rica, <laughs> I, I'm sick of Paul Areola. I am too. He's, he, I know I did see a, Tweet. Fuck him. Conrad yeah. De La Fuente should be in camp. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen, well, the first one, but uh, I've, the U.S. men national team only, Great Page tweeted out um, a picture of the most minutes under Greg Berhalter. And Paul Ariel was far and away number one. I get it. Gold Cup, you know, the actual U.S. men's national team players were with their clubs playing and all that stuff. And we had, and a lot of people did have good tournaments. Kellen Acosta, um, to name one. And, but who, what has Paul Ariel done in the last, yeah, what has Paul Ariel done since the beginning of 2018 that warrants him to wear the United States jersey? Nothing. Not a damn thing. There's better players in Europe all over the place who can do that job. I'd put Joe Scaly at right wing over Paul Ariola for the job that you're asking him to do. You're just asking him to work hard and have like a okay first touch. Like Joe Scaly can do that. Like if if you want a skilled winger, Conrad De La Fuente is at home in France doing goddamn nothing. I'd rather see Caden Clark, Paxson Aronson, one of the youngins in MLS. Like enough with this guy though. Enough with Sebi Legette. Enough with Christian Roldan. I'm I'm sick of them. I, I'm sick of them. You know, we don't really have that luxury at defender or really yeah, central midfielder, I yeah. guess. Um, and through through five games of the 2018 World Cup qualifiers, I know there was a few less games, but through five games, same number of points. What happened to Jurgen Klinsmann? He was fired immediately. And then they brought in an MLS homer, kind of like the same guy that they have in charge right now. And got him nowhere. It got him embarrassed. And they also drew to Panama. I don't know if this game was home or away. Uh, this game was away. They drew to Panama 1-1 on a Clint Dempsey goal. And they were able to salvage a point early in qualifiers. Oh, sorry, seven, not eight points. So we have one more point for them now. That's terrible. That's like, if this was a fireable offense, what the hell is Greg's? Right, uh, jail, right. like right. prison right. time. Like, what think, is he? This is. Uh, I think we need to fire him. We need to fire him. We need to. Fi- we need to hire Jim Curtin of the Philadelphia Union, another MLS homer, but one that knows the vibes in terms of starting the young talent. That's what. That's what Philly are all about. But they also do well while starting the young talent. And let, let's be honest. We're not going to hire some big name before 2022. I, I'd i be happy if we fired Greg. Do you, do you have any 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 other MLS names or thereabouts? Maybe maybe some low-level, quote-unquote, washed-up big names 
that might that might be in for a job if Greg were to get fired. Fingers crossed. I I know a guy. He he coached oh. our uh, he coached our star. He's he's a pretty big name, not a coaching big name. Okay. Uh, he coached our best player. Uh-huh. Gave him the number ten shirt at a big club in England, mm-hmm. and he's looking for a job. You're crazy if you think that would happen. I don't, I, no, I, I I think that's way too ambitious. I think oh. you're. Is is that? I think yes. they need to go out and do something. Like they're going to get yeah. some MLS guy who nobody's talking about. That's right what now. I mean. Like I, I just like like, like I think and, before twenty twenty two, like a name like you know Frank Lampard or you know some some other big name is that's actually you know. Big Sam, Big Sam wanted the job Big, before. Yeah, Greg Big got Sam. It. Yeah, that's that's a name. I see. Big Sam makes more sense than Frank Lampard. Frank oh, Lampard oh, wow. is probably still looking for like a lower level Premier League job. Big Sam is a known championship commodity. Yeah, and to be fair with Lampard, uh, he does have that American. Um, he has that American connection from True. playing in the MLS. So like. Clearly, that's something they want by turning down people like Big Sam. Um, Tata Martino did not even give him an interview, but not like he probably would do much better. He'd do better, but eh. I don't Uh, even know if Frank's a good idea, though, because like, what does he really bring to the table tactically? Like, he's a big name, but like, I feel like he'd play your best players, which is better than we have. He would, he would, but. Like, I, what does Greg bring tactically? He he tries to play that ball. I'm not not saying he's not with like West Brom. And like comparatively, and just and he doesn't even know what he's doing, probably. Like, yeah, he's not better than he he's better than Greg, but you know, I, I'm I'm just saying, like, I don't really think he brings a, a team identity, like a, a play style, you know, like look yeah. at Mexico and Tata, like they play a certain way, and it's you know, been a, a development over a number of years, and you know, yeah. you, you know what you're gonna get from them. You know, yeah. I want to know what I'm going to get. I don't know what I'm going to get half the time. I know what I'm going to get with certain players play, but like we don't have a we don't have a system. And he likes to talk about verticality, but I, I didn't know that meant you know just hawking long balls up the field. Yeah, if uh, he he's fired today, you're hired tomorrow. Who uh, who you have an unlimited checkbook? Who are you bringing in that's available uh, right now? I'm I'm still bringing in Jim Curtin. He's a uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a Philadelphia Homer. He's shown that he can develop young talent and he has a modern style of play. Um he makes the best out of talent he has and he's he's bringing Philly to the to the playoffs again. Um I think that that you know makes sense, but you know, if I have, you know, any if anybody's going to take this job, you know, obviously I think Conte's the man to do it with our personnel. We're we're hard working, we're a scrappy nation. We're not going to be the most skilled team, but we have a few players. Um, I feel like the Conti's back three that he played at Inter would suit us very well, um, with Tony and Dest on the on the on the wing backs. Um, Dest would be like a B Tech Hakimi, um, maybe a front two of of Pepe and Pifak. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'd like, I'd like what Conti would do. I'm getting ideas, and but obviously anybody would like him to manage their, their team. Yeah, I, uh, you've heard me say his name a lot, but I, I really think if they brought in Ernesto Valverde, it would like. There's no chance, but because uh, we look at our best players, and I would show most people who follow. Uh, the team pretty closely would have Dest one, two, or three, right? Did you say like, I, it's a fair shot to say he's top three? I don't know. I I, I disagree, but okay, maybe offensively top three, but I, I, I you know, Pulisic, Reyna, Adams. Well, yeah, Danny Alves wasn't a great <laughs> defender either. He was good, but like he was nothing to write home about. But yeah, I, really I don't know. I, I, I haven't really seen that utilized well enough with the U.S. Like, I've, yeah, I've seen it in the Jamaica game, but like, I don't think we're playing to his strengths enough to, I guess, get that get that output out of him. I I I, I agree with you though. On Barcelona, you know, I've seen that way more often than I have with the U.S. In you know, both both you know organizations are in a bit of a 
bit of a state right now, but you know, I I, I, yeah, I, I just think Adams is so good. What he brings, to, he, he and we see the difference when he's not in the team. Yeah, you know, and McKinney yeah. on his day is really really good as well. I'm not gonna write him off just yet. Maybe maybe uh-huh. both our keepers are top five as well. Who knows? Yeah, I just think with what we have, I think Valverde coming in and playing that possession-based quick movements, you know, passing the roll, like moving the rock would suit us because our like the players that should start every game, maybe bar uh Miles Robinson, you know, and whoever you want to put up top at striker or maybe Tony, uh they would they can all play a quick passing, short passing game, like quick, insightful looking. And then pool sick, like not comparing the two, obviously. He could be our messy. Like we need a moment of magic. We need someone to take someone on and do something that no one else can do. He can do it. And you know, I think Valverde playing with and coaching and managing that Barcelona squad and all the names and he knew what each player was good at and he really got the best out of him. Like, yeah, it helps having Messi, but pool sick and cocky calf is, is messy. He's the best player in cocky calf and Messi's the best player in Europe. So it's, I feel like there's similarities. Like when you scale it like that, I think he'd do it at least. And from my perspective, it'd be enjoyable to watch too. Like I, like most U S games, I recently, I don't have fun watching. Like I'm not entertained. I'm not like super into it unless it's an important match and just, but with that, I feel like it gives you a reason to turn on the TV and, you know, it gives you something to talk about. And then like, if you lose or drop points, like you got to go out there and give it something, you know? Yeah. I, I I think we're going to, I think we're going to have the most success being like a grinded out hardworking type of team, but in in Concacaf specifically in this Panama game, it would have been nice, you know, have a have a have a passing system, pass and move, try and play through the lines, you know, actually know and look like we want to do something specific. So either way, anybody but Greg would be nice. Yeah, but yeah, that's very I true. Think Greg Greg needs to leave. Greg oh, not Bruce leave. Arena. Not Bruce Arena. Are you sure? He, no, I'm he's so the sure. Best set of I'd rather team. have Greg. I'd rather okay. have Greg. You'd rather have Greg. Fair enough. Not Bruce Arena. You'd rather have Greg. Um, you know, what would never happen as well, but like you should really be looked into, and he would definitely say yes. Bring back Jurgen Klinsman. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be okay with that as well. Um, he knows how to get the best out of Julian Green and. Uh, that may be the key. That's to another name he needs. Maybe the key. Yeah, he could definitely do a better job in the midfield than Sebi Legette too. Don't care what anybody yeah. says. And also get I don't Josh Sargent may not be good, but give me him over uh over Giazzi Zardas. Yeah. Yeah. Give me most US strikers over yeah. him. I'm not I'm not down with Zardas Eno at all. Through all the uh through all the misery though. Shout out Matt Turner. You know, he made that game not embarrassing yesterday with three really good saves and then another one that was offsides. Yes, but he did look a lot worse with the ball at his feet than he did versus Jamaica. He looked, uh, but that's yeah. not all his fault. You know, it, it, you know, Kyle Acosta, Mark McKenzie, Walker Simmons, and, and the fullbacks, you know, they none of them did much in terms of making themselves available, showing for ball, you know, a good movement. Um, so it, it's hard to be comfortable with the ball at your feet when everybody's standing around, not really doing anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, and Bello's first touch yesterday was, might've been the worst thing on the field. And he went to the ground so often when he, when he was yeah. trying to get stuck in, like, like stay up, man. Like you can't do anything when you're on the floor. I guess his favorite player is, uh, Juan Basaka. But he, but he, he, he makes those tackles. Like Bellows just, Bella needs a lot of work. But he, he needs, he needs a move. He needs a move. I signed um, him for Stoke City in, uh, in career mode. That would, that would be solid in real life, great right? championship. Yeah, right. No. Play nice left mid. He, he's probably reached his developmental peak in the oh, MLS. Yeah. Like he's, he's going to get fat. as much play time as he needs. So, 
you know he's fast as shit like he he can yeah. dominate the mls like that like that's enough like you need to go to europe now yeah become davies i like yeah he has he Look has at how much better he got yeah oh yeah he's amazing but he's also like a different level of athlete. He like Bellows that short. Davy Davies is like six one. Like he's like a he's like a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, are we sure he's not American? It's, he is. He is. Uh, he, he, we should just sign him. Um, yeah. Speaking of Canadian Americans, Shuba Hubbard really let me down versus you in fantasy. So did Sam Darnold. The the Carolina Probably, yeah. Panthers. It, it's over. You're you're up already. I have a kicker. You have Lamar Jackson. Lamar could have a negative game. Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, Boy Carson. Shock, shock, COVID out for the game. Rodrigo Blankenship drops a twenty bomb. All field goal game. Uh, I mean, who? Yeah, it could happen, but you know, the Eagles. They, they're giving me that hope again. They're giving me the hope again. You should. It's just throw it out. I know. I should throw it out. We got the Bucks on Thursday night football. Oh my God! The Bucks after that hard fought, grinded out victory this weekend. You gotta go. Are you going to Tampa or are they coming to you? Let me see. Let me see. Who do the Giants have next? Yeah. And who do the who does the practice squad have next? Uh, Darius Tooney could put you on put the team on his back. It's yeah, in Philly. Joe, oh, so that's good. At least you don't have to travel, but you're still gonna get stopped. Yeah, Tom Brady, five touchdown, four hundred yard game, first time ever, and he's forty four. Yeah, the Giants different. have the Rams though, so that's a. Oh, you guys are gonna get stomped too. Yeah, yeah, no Danny Dimes, no that's Saquon, good. maybe no Tony because yeah. of Joe Judge suspending him. He can he's gonna be an ass. Uh, no Sterling, no Kenny, no O line, mm-hmm. no Jabril. The worst, the worst part about this NFL week is I would have beat you. I would have beat you down in fantasy if I started <laughs> Justin Herbert. And that being said, do you think he's an MVP candidate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we talked about it during the draft that he'd finish top five in voting. Um, I still think I've been seeing a lot of Josh Allen's shouts. I still wholeheartedly believe it is Kyler Murray's award to lose. Um, and but we'll see what happens. There's still a long, long way. Uh, but I, I, my, my picks, Kyler, still to to win that. Yeah, Kyler, the the Cardinals are having a real good year. Um, Cliff, baby, Cliff Kingsbury, the genius. Just give him a billionaire's offense, and he'll work wonders. And then somehow a sick defense out of nowhere, and just. Jordan Hicks breeds greatness everywhere he goes. Chandler Jones is a freak of nature. Baker. <laughs> Buddha. Yeah, they're sick. They are sick. Um, all right. So that that's about it for the for the for the US men's national team. And then that's that's the other stuff. Uh the score NBA. prediction. Do you have a score uh, prediction for, for the, for the uh, Costa Rica? The Costa Rica game, which is um, in let's see where it is. Where is it? It doesn't matter for me. My score prediction is a um, lower def- a f- Oh, it's in Columbus. That's cool. Good. A five a nil beat down. We're going to win five zero because we are going to start the preferred eleven of the people, and we're going to dominate a team that we're a lot better than at home. And if anything else happens, I'm going to be severely disappointed. Um, I'm going to go and say 2-0 to us. Not good but enough. Part of me thinks it's going to be a draw. Because I don't think Greg's going to win. I think, no. I think he's going to trot out there with some correct moves and some shocking moves that are going to make him look like a genius if they come off, but they won't. Um, I don't think he plays McKinney. Don't say that to me. Yes, he, uh, he has to play McKinney. He just rested for a whole... He has to play not, McKinney, sorry. Robinson. Sorry, Musa. He's not going to play Musa. I'm sorry. I do have a feeling he might not play Musa. And it but won't if be that's, for Busio. That's all I was going to... If it's not for Busio, and you know what? Honestly, I'm cool with De La Torre. 
Just yeah, if it's fine. if it's for Sebastian Legette or Hamilton Rodan, I am <laughs> sick. Um, and uh, I'd love to see Hoppy get minutes, to be honest, too. Because I and I don't think he's going to play way again. So, uh, instead of Paul Ariola, I'd, I'd prefer it to be Matthew Hoppy. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be cool with Matthew Hoppy too, but just no Paul Ariola. Um, I believe you have some FIFA things though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta pull them up. All right. Uh, what exactly are are we doing with the with the FIFAs? So, with the FIFAs, as you may or may not know. We are FIFA players. We like FIFA. I think FIFA's We're dope a terrible at FIFA. game. Division two pro clubs. All y'all suck. We suck too, but we suck less than you. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. We do suck less than the average pro clubs player. Um, but we like to play. Nah, fuck that. We nice. Our team <laughs> sucks less than you guys. <laughs> a terrible. Uh, it's a terrible, terrible, terrible game with... Uh, but it's the only thing on the market, so we decided to play it. With that said, we both like career mode because it's fun. You know, it's not ultimate team where you have to grind to do things. You just got to simulate a little bit, get some money, sell some people, and be tactical. And uh, what I have in front of me is FIFA 22's U23 player potentials, which is huge in career mode, uh, if you guys don't know. You know, you got to sign the best players to get the best squad to win the best trophies. And to the higher someone's potential, the more likely they are, you know, to be good. Right. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm going to start off with a big name, big household name, Killian Mbappe. What, uh, what do you think his potential this FIFA is? I think Killian Mbappe's potential in this FIFA is. A ninety-four overall. Incorrect. It's close. It's close. He is the highest potential player in FIFA ninety-five potential. Um, they have him being really, really good. Uh, and yeah, I think it's. I think it's just. Um, there's another guy I'd put up there, but uh, what is this guy's name is Erling Holland. What do you think Erling Holland's potential? And this FIFA is another stud world beater to be. A 94 overall. No. Close. No? Close again. Close again. He has a 93 what the potential in this FIFA. Yeah, no, they made Mbappe a little bit better than him. Two, I don't think he's two overalls better. I think that's unjust. I think it's wrong. Mbappe's pacier than him. Um, he's not a better finisher in any aspect in the air or on the ground, maybe he has a better left foot. Uh, I think that's, I don't know. They both suck in the air though. Holland's getting better this year. He's gotten better this year. He's already scored in the air. Um, He's, he's, he's definitely worked on it and he knows that's a part of his game. He needs to work on And that's the thing with Holland, like this year specifically, I've seen clear progression in all the aspects of his game, whether it's hold up play, dropping deep in the air, passing the ball that I need to work on. He looks like he's gotten at least a little better at each of them. Um, so I, I think he deserved to be at least equal, but I know people think he's, you know, the, the one B, I guess the people do, the but people. two overalls, two overalls. That's ridiculous. I, I, I that may be nitpicking, but I think that's ridiculous. So if Mbappe wasn't in the game, do you think 93 would be suitable? Or do you still think it should be a little higher? Yeah, ninety three suitable because like isn't the highest Messi and Ronaldo have been like ninety four? Have they been higher? Uh, I think they've had higher potentials, but base overall ratings. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's about as high as they've been. I think so, you know, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one of your boys, Fernan Torres. On a what do you think of his potential as a 21-year-old Spaniard who's had some moments? 89 overall. 89 overall. Once again, extremely close, but extremely wrong. Uh, <laughs> he is a 90 potential player in this FIFA oh my God. at 21 years old. I think he's really good. Do I think he has the same potential as 
Vinicius Jr.? No, I don't. But FIFA does, you know? Well, I mean, he can play out wide and as a striker. Um, he's, I think he's taken Alvaro Morata's job with Spain. Um, he starts up top for City pretty much all the time. Like, you know, who knows? In like 12 months' time, you know, we could be talking about Champions League striker champion winning champion Ferran Torres. You know, I, I think he's that good. Pep thinks he's that good. Still don't know how Valen- we the city fleece Valencia for for him, but yeah, he, he's he's a very good player. Yeah, he is that good. Makes sense. Is good. Yeah, a few more. Um, another huge star, the eighteen-year-old English product, Jude Bellingham, applying his trade at Dortmund right now. Uh, what do you think his uh, max potential is? Eighty-nine overall. We have a winner. That, Let's uh, go! Uh, that one was right. I think it's a little low, to be honest. I think he's going to be the best midfielder in the world one day. Uh, and, you know, to be no. that. Uh, you don't think he's going to be the best midfielder in the world one day? I think Jan Luca Busio has the tools. Not no, the I'm best non-American. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, nah, that's, that's probably good money for him to be the best midfielder in the world one day. Yeah, so... I mean, still high, still high. Uh, another who could be the best at his position in the world one day, Mason Greenwood, the teenager, or no longer teenager, as his birthday is about to pass. Uh, what uh, what do you think? 89 overall. Again, you're two for two. Let's no, go! Two for four, saving the average. Yeah, um, I like it. I like it. I don't like his base rating. Which is trash, but uh, because Saka is not better than him, so um, yeah, but 89 is good. I think he has potential to be higher than that. Maybe I'm biased, maybe I'm right, but uh, yeah, he's gonna be a great player one day and a great buy in career mode. He's already a great player, you know. Some would say, yeah, United play better with him up top than Ronaldo, but yeah, I would say. You would say. I'd also say we play better with Cavani up top, too. Ooh, yeah. Not at wow. Cavani. Cavani wow. actually runs around and does stuff. Ronaldo just sits there. Ronald. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Christian <laughs> Ronald. Uh, but, uh, no, actually, you know what? To that point, I'm going to share a picture. Or I'm going to send you a picture or whatever, and it's going to be of Ronaldo's pressing numbers this season compared to everyone at Manchester United. It is abysmal. They are abysmal. Yeah, he's That's scoring what you goals. Pay. No, the price yeah. you pay for the goals. What were the goals against Villa? What were he the goals start against... against Villa. Okay. Okay. What were the goals against Everton? He gets time. 30 minutes he should be enough. He didn't start against Everton. It should he be enough time. No, it should be enough time. He needs no, 95 minutes to score against some farmers right. in Spain. Look, All right. We're tantalizing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last, last one. Um, Philip Foden. The Ooh. Manchester City homewrecker himself. Okay, okay. One, he's not a homewrecker. He the has... Manchester City self-destructive homewrecker himself. Beautiful family, beautiful child, <laughs> Phil Foden. Which he abandoned. No, didn't abandon, but which Aban- he... Uh... This is ridiculous. What is this? Ha- <laughs> like, what? No. <laughs> he broke a man COVID rules to cheat on his wife or girlfriend. He, I don't know what they are. He's a man of principle. And we love Phil Foden. 90 overall. That is the furthest you've been away from someone what? all night. Yeah, they what gave him it? a 92 potential. Oh, that's uh, sweet. He I has like that. I like the that. third highest potential in the game. Fuck it. Yeah, I like or it. No, fourth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's behind Mbappe, Holland, and the new PSG goalkeeper, Donnarumma. He has 93. Right. Fair enough. Whatever. Whatever. I think Foden yeah. might be the best of the bunch out of those three, but who knows? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, Mbappe could fall off. Holland could fall he, off. He's, he, he's got know. the best. He's got the best touch. Um, he's the best dribbler. Um, he's the best passer. Um, he can shoot well enough. If he if he just gets better at finishing, that's that's really it for Phil Foden. He's he can do all the rest. He's yeah. he's so silky. 
Yeah. And uh, some we're, we're done with some other notable names. Trent Havertz also have 92s. Fair. Yeah, I like that. I like Trent and Havertz. They're both world-class players. Trent's nasty. Havertz's nasty, you know. Yeah. And, and then uh, to round out the 90-pluses, we have Pedri, Joao Felix, and Jaden Sancho coming in at 91 All potentials. All deserved. And, uh, yeah. And then you get some. Maybe not for Joao. I mean, who knows? Like, like, yeah, like on one hand, like, like you say, uh, Diego Simeone is a terrorist. Yes. Um, but uh, he's not getting in the team. Luis Suarez is getting in the team. Like, why? Like, if it's a matter of just working hard, then city should buy him. Yeah. I'd like that. But uh, Newcastle, um, Newcastle should buy him. Oh, we didn't talk about that at all. The Newcastle takeover. Yeah. Mm. We'll save that for when it, for when we'll they do that. their first buy. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Anthony Martial, thank you, Tony. What about James Tarkovsky? He's not re-upping at Burnley, and uh, he he's uh, he's rumored with Newcastle. I'd like it. I think he'd be such a that'd be such a lackluster first buy, though. No, he's really good. He, he's no, good yeah, but to like, be in the England squad, he's good enough like, to be in the squad. But yeah, the the fund, the fund. Let me emphasize the fund that owns Saudi Arabia. You know, no, the fund that owns Newcastle United, specifically stated by the Premier League, it's not the state of Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. The fund, if that worth five hundred billion USD, if their first signing was James Tarkowski, like yeah, he's a good player, but come on, you want to put fucking seats in the butts, you know, or butts in the seats. <laughs> so yeah, fair enough, that would be a lackluster signing. But he he is very good. Like I, it'd just be a lot of signing because he's from so Burnley. Much. But like he's yeah. good enough to play at a at a at a at a Premier League giant like Newcastle. Yeah, no, I, but like even like just re- like he he's gonna help. But come on, you know, like come on. All right, whatever. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. Oh, um, like even Coutinho. Like they want Coutinho. I don't Coutinho like that. He's, he's washed. He's washed up. Is he washed? Is he yeah, washed? He's, he's washed good up. for a curler. He's good for he's a curler once up. a month. He's washed up. Give me Andres Townsend. Hamas. Give me Andres Townsend over Coutinho or Hamas. Yeah, Hamas should have waited a, a two months, and then he would have got his move to Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, now he's gonna have to go to Saudi Arabia instead of uh, Qatar. Qatar, whatever. Well, the, the fun, the fun dogs them. It's, it's honestly so crazy, like how you know more than arguably more than a twentieth of the of the second most lucrative league in the world is owned by Saudi Arabia. But you know, the UK and the US do business with them anyway, and you know, there's China in there too. So honestly, like your hands are well, already dirty. Not so, owned like, by why, Saudi Arabia. Why, your hands are already dirty, so why clean them now? You know. It's owned by a fund who happened to yeah. have the chairman be Saudi Arabia. Yes. And we don't call it soccer, do we? No, we do not. We, do not. we call it feetball. So uh, <laughs> with that, this was a, we call it feetball. Back at you again uh, next week, maybe sooner, maybe later. Who knows? But uh, talk to you again soon. Deuce. Owen inserts sweet independent music. <laughs> <laughs>